Hey, yo, how's it going, friends? It's Sean the Butcher here with Vertebrae 33. What's going on, everybody? This is In Madness Pod, episode two. Two. We made it to two. I can't believe it. We're already two further than I thought we'd ever make it. <laughs> thought we'd just get out of the point five episode. And then, yeah, yeah. Right? We did good with our teaser. We've done good, I believe, with our first episode. I really enjoyed the Krampus episode, it launched us in a whole cool direction. And we're going to, even though it's after the holidays when we're releasing this, uh, we're still very much in the holiday spirit. So for our second episode of In Madness Pod, Vertebrae, take it away. So our second episode features 1984's Gremlins. Everybody loves Gremlins, right? Have you met anyone that doesn't like Gremlins, Sean? Uh, I... Do you like gremlins isn't a question I usually ask people. So <laughs> you want open conversations with that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh so let's go through some some movie stats. All right. We'll we'll kick this off. Directed by Joe Dante, who also directed The Howling and The Burbs, and he was very active. He did a segment on the Twilight Zone movie, the ill-fated uh Twilight Zone movie, written by uh Chris Columbus. And he went on to do Goonies and Home Alone. Oh, cool. And he produced a a couple of Harry Potter movies. So this was before he was kind of a really big deal. Uh, The first name that comes up, executive produced by Steven Spielberg. I mean, do we even need to list his accolades in any way, shape, or form? He has his fingerprints all over this movie, by the way. All over it. Uh, and then we get into the cast. Uh, Zach Galligan plays Billy. Sean will never remember anybody's name. I'm, I'm writing names down. Keep going. <laughs> it's I'm okay. Listening. He's the guy. And then there's Phoebe Cates, the beautiful Phoebe Cates, uh, who plays Kate. Uh, there's Corey Feldman, who's Pete. Hoyt Axton, who's the dad. Francis Lee McCain, who's the mom. And then we get uh, Gizmo, voiced by... Do you know who Gizmo is voiced by? I feel like I do, but uh, no, I can't think of it right now. Howie Mandel. Ah, son of a bitch, who also did Bobby and Bobby's World. <laughs> exactly, which has a little Gizmo-y on it, right? Yeah. And then the dog, who I feel, and we can get into it, is kind of like the star of this movie at certain points, besides all the puppets. Uh, Barney, the dog, Barney, yeah, was the actor's name is Mushroom. So that dog's name is Mushroom. Mushroom, yes, sick and cool dog. Uh, you know, it's funny how real quick, just all of those reactions that he has throughout the movie are legit reactions. So poor, poor Mushroom thought that those puppets were real, and he reacted to them in a real way. Um, so, but he, so he's a star. Which is the reason I love practical effects because they're real and it's something to be afraid of. Uh, One of my favorite things about this movie. Shall we get into it? Sure. Hold on. Just one. Go ahead. Go ahead. More quick little bits and then we'll move on to soundtrack because this is a heavy hitter for you. Yes. Gary Goldsmith. And he's got like a 50 year career of film scores. The Omen, Planet of the Apes, Chinatown, Alien. Like, he's all over the place. Did TV, films, right? And then the poster art, uh, that famous poster, right, with the box and the and the, the Mugwai hands coming out of it is John Alvin. And that guy was a complete legend. E.T., the 1989 Batman, Blade Runner, Lion King, like, you name it. So this, this movie comes out swinging with Spielberg. Heavy hitters. Young Columbus, Joe Dante. 
right? And then Goldsmith and Alvin, it's like they really threw a lot of weight at this um, movie about gremlins. And then just, do you know anything about gremlins, Sean? I mean, as far as the rules that they break Not immediately. In general, like before this movie. First of all, we should have backed up. When did you see this? Do you remember when you saw Gremlins it? when I was a child? And I remember right. it being, it, it was definitely in my gateway into horror because I was able to watch it without mother freaking out because there wasn't blood and guts in it. So right. as long as there wasn't all gore and stuff, I was able to kind of get away with watching that stuff. And we can get into, as we go along, the original script. I think mom wouldn't have let you watch the movie if they went along the lines of the original script. More violence? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but Gremlins in general, my intro to Gremlins, I don't remember when I saw the movie. I saw it on VHS at one point. I, it doesn't, it just kind of existed, right? I, I can't think of an exact moment. Uh, was the Bugs Bunny cartoon, right? There's a gremlin in it. They destroy the plane yeah. and they yeah. go through the whole thing. So it's a very World War II, right? They were kind of started by the British, like the Royal Air Force in the 20s. And it was used in as excuse to like, oh, the plane broke down. It's gremlins. I'd like to think it was the mechanic, right? Like, oh, it wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. Bugs well, that's gremlins. certainly what the drunk neighbor thinks. Everything's gremlins. Yes. Absolutely. So there's been a, a ton of, and they're usually small with big ears, usually yellow eyes, little green men, right? That's what they kind of refer to. Um, so that's kind of the backstory on what gremlins are. You want to, when, let's jump into the movie. Let's do it. Let's do it. We start off, we're in the shady part of Chinatown and we meet Inventor Dad. What's Inventor Dad's name? So I could just give him a, a real name. Did I give him a name in my notes? I, I think I just called him. We're going to call him Dad. We meet the dad. Dad. Who's searching That's for a present for his kid. And he walks into this cool Chinese shop. You got the guy with the blind eye. Right. He's smoking on the pipe. Yes. And uh, here we go. Right off the bat with Dad and his shitty inventions. Yeah. And you know what? I have to say, like, the, the bathroom buddy, like, I don't know. Like, I want a bathroom buddy, right? So it's he's got good ideas, yes. but his execution is horrible constantly. <laughs> you got to give it to him, man. He's he's hustling. He doesn't care what the setting is, right? He's going to try to sell this thing no matter where he is. Well, right? he's, got, he's got fantastic inventions for a fantastic world because he makes the illogical logical. Oh, look at that. You're a pro. You're a pro. <laughs> uh you know what's funny is there's and i didn't get into i didn't i didn't get into it but i imagine there's some weird little things in that shop that allude to other things right i i would be this this comes out in 1984 you know it's post raiders of the lost ark there's probably something in there you know there's got to be some spielberg i didn't get into it somebody can probably email us a whole list of them yeah um but um yeah so we're we're there and dad hears this singing because he's looking for a present for his kid, but he's also trying to sell this guy his shitty bathroom, buddy. And he hears this singing and he's like, oh, what is that? And the guy's like, uh, that's a magwai. And he goes, I'll give you $100. I'll give you $200 for it. And he's like, no, absolutely not. Not going to happen. This little kid comes in and he's like, listen. Listen, Dad, with your shitty inventions. Who is oh, that kid? You think he's his grandson? Yeah, probably. Yeah, just, yeah. just a no good Nick. Just yeah. up, just looking at. He's like, we need those two hundred dollars. My grandfather's crazy. We need that money. So <laughs> meet me out back. 
and I'll hook it up. Also, rocking a New York Yankees hat, just like uh, Short Round in uh, Temple of Doom. So uh, yeah, little... I did notice that as well. Yeah, yeah. Makes this backyard deal for this back alley deal for two hundred bucks, and he's like, "Listen, just just three things: do not put it in bright lights, do not get it wet, and don't feed it." after midnight can, can can we stop and and just discuss these rules for a minute uh-huh the the most insane rules and and on the uh commentary joe dante talks about how they thought the audience would sort of just right because what time zone is midnight when when do you when would you feed them again <laughs> how would you how would it know yeah right like is it 8 a.m is it what if i take it to california yeah if you're on california time what is the Right. So th- these rules. Right. And and then so we've got, OK, bright light. OK, that's fine. Whatever. Vampire-esque. Vampire-esque. Yeah. Absolutely. And we've got the the water thing, which is just insane if you really think about it, because this movie is just covered in snow. <laughs> yeah. right? It's, it's just, a freaking winter wonderland. Right, yeah. there's snow everywhere. We're going to get to the scene where they're all drinking beer. There's tons of water in the beer that's guzzling all over them. Nobody's popping <laughs> off. Right. Like, <laughs> It's and and I never thought about when I saw it. I didn't think of it. I was just like, "Oh crap!" Like, don't feed them after midnight. Look what happens. Like, why would you? This cute little guy. Like, you know what I mean? But when you really start to pull it apart, you're like, "Okay, what?" As an adult, what's the specific rule then? Right? Give me the the actual rule. It's so cute. Why do there have to be so many damn rules? Why can't right. it just be like an easy little doggy house pet? But that's and, why. And, and then also, I was wondering, like, okay, you have Gizmo Mugwai. Uh, how are there more Gizmos then? Like, if they reproduce by getting hit with water and these things pop off, like where you know what I mean? Where do other ones come from? That yeah. Thing? Right. And, and and we won't get into Gremlins too and, and all that kind of stuff as they go off. Eventually we will. But uh but you know, just looking at this film alone without any extra lure, like, okay, you know, don't don't feed them after mint. Like I it's it's so funny. And they continue to break their own rules. Uh they break the rules within sixty seconds of introducing it to the family. We we meet the kid. His name is Billy. Thank you for the info. I need that yeah, info. You we meet go. Billy, he's got his broken down punch buggy. The neighbor's coming by, drunk-ass neighbor. He hates foreign cars. He needs Mr. a nice piece Fetterman, of I think his name is. Fetterman. Oh, is it Fetterman? I'm just calling him drunk neighbor. Fetterman, Futterman. I, I should have written it down. I didn't yeah, he drives an American tractor. He likes his American-made vehicles. And uh, then we find that our main character, Billy, is a comic strip artist, which I'm sure identified right up your friggin' alley. Yeah, You're like, that's me. That's me drawing. I want yeah. a Magwai. And and I'll I'll say it now just because we're talking about it, but the, later on in the movie when he's sitting in the bar, drawing, uh, the sitting next to him is Chuck Jones, who's like world famous animator illustrator, right, for all the Bugs Bunny stuff and all Looney Tunes cartoons. So they put Chuck in there, who actually drew the Gremlins cartoon that that I. You know the Bugs Bunny cartoon that I talked about before. That's so incredible. I had him at the bar. You got all these badass little, <laughs> little gnarly, gnarly bits. Oh yeah. So we find out our main character Billy works at the bank. 
He brings his dog Barney into work at the bank with him. Just a bad idea, right? Like, I, I mean, I, the fact that he got away with it at all was amazing. But I mean, again, this is what the 70s, 80s, whenever this is. So, yeah, like, they, they get away so... with anything back then. They yeah, be drinking and driving. You know, the cops stop them, and they they're drinking. And, everybody, it doesn't matter. Right. Different rules back in the day, and uh, so the and the and the his coworker Phoebe Cates, Kate, they're petitioning to keep the bar open. They're hanging out at the bank, and here comes Miss Deagle, our no. heel. Wicked Witch of the West, right? Oh, man. She's got all the vibes. The yeah. uh, Cruella DeVille vibes. Yeah, oh, Wicked yeah. Witch of the West. And, uh, man, has she had it with Barney. She's ready to cook this dog into a stew and serve it to the, the children in the town. Yeah, and then she says this whole thing, and there's a guy, a random guy next to her who, like, agrees. <laughs> he, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Miss Deagle. Like, what the... <laughs> Yeah, she is. Uh, she wants to kill this dog, and she is just going off at the bag. She walks right up to him, and she's like, "I'd really like to rip his paws off, or whatever." And Barney is like, "Fuck this!" And I've had enough of you, Miss Deagle, and jumps right at her. Ruckus ensues at oh, the yeah. bank, and Miss Deagle is just like, "Oh, I've been hurt. I've uh, th- that animal." Right, she, has a, she has a tirade, but then she's like, "Oh, I need to lay down." Like afterwards, yeah. So then, so then Billy goes to the bar, which you were just alluding to. Yeah. And uh, he's with Judge Reinhold, his boss, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, so uh, arrogant. So arrogant. Oh, so- I got all the money. I yeah. got all the ladies. What are you doing? Yeah. He doesn't have one lady. He doesn't have Kate, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's hitting on He's hitting Kate. on Kate. Right. And and by the way, this this movie was shot in the, in the summertime. With all so, the snow. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, right, they got all that fake snow and all that stuff in town and everybody's in these all the extras have to be in like these winter winter clothes and stuff like that and i i guess apparently before they would go to a scene somebody on set would yell out like it's cold out to like remind everybody uh-huh. like, hey, yeah don't forget to- like, i know you're sweating right now but like yeah. you're supposed to pretend you that it's cold they, was- if they did it on a sound stage they'd like crank yeah. up the air conditioning it was filmed at universe on the back lots of universal and warner brothers and so that town square where we see billy running through to go to the bank and everything if if you recognize it it's also the back to the future uh town square. the same <laughs> right uh so that's fun a fun little uh nod and universal warner back lot and then some other other places as well but they couldn't really film they say on the commentary, like it'd be tough to film in somebody's house these scenes because they had to cut all these holes in the floor and everything to like have people control the puppets and yeah, do all that animatronic type stuff. I love the puppets. I mean, yeah. it's just it's that's it's the practical effects. It's the best. So we cut to home and mother's watching. It's a Wonderful Life, one of the most depressing Christmas movies of all time. Yeah, so got- Billy comes through the door and touch, close the door and that sword. Sword falls down. Yeah, the sword falls. We got all of Dad's failed uh, experiments. His failed egg machine with the chicken head that smashes the eggs. That's just a a, a salmonella kingdom. Yeah, like, like just do you wipe that down when it's done? Like, what is? What, what are we just on? telling Dad? Can we just crack an egg against the sink like we've been doing it since we were cavemen? <laughs> At first, you're like, oh, it's kind of cool, but then it's like, yeah, none of them. They all have like kind of cool ideas, I guess, but yeah. Good ideas, terrible execution. But at least he's got chutzpah. He's yeah. he's got the drive and and I appreciate his uh 
enthusiasm. He's, he's earning for the family, right? I mean, they live in a nice house. Yeah, they, he's right? doing they, well. He's doing, doing well. well. And now he's about to hand us our main character right. of the movie. He comes home. He's stoked about, I think he sold a bathroom buddy to some poor schmuck. And he's got his gift. And he hands it to Billy. And he's like, oh, at least they remember. Dim the lights. Dim the lights. So at least. Sean, at least... Sean who wrapped who wrapped that gift? I don't know. I don't know. Did dad wrap it on his way? And he's not to... wrapping on the street when he buys it from the kid. Is he, he bought wrapping paper from the CVS and like, or be a, I guess it wouldn't be CVS at that time, but it'd be maybe like he a, had it in the back seat of the car. I mean, it was Christmas. Maybe he, right. maybe he was prepared. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. All yeah. Right. So he gives us uh, uh the box and then we get a bit of a jump scare, but then we look at this a little adorable, like Shih Tzu esque, Yes, bull terrier. It's very magwai. It's it a magwai. Gro, Grogu or Baby Yoda uh, before it existed, right? The cutest thing ever. The big eyes, the big, the big ears. He extends up that box with like suddenly. If you think about it, has the longest arms ever because they created like separate hands to go up the box. Of course, right? So they could kind of pull out and get that reveal. And and uh, but like yes, then it's just open our hearts and then. So the crazy thing is, um, ori originally uh, in the script, Gizmo was going to change into Stripe. Okay. And then there would be no more Gizmo. Uh, and Spielberg stepped in at the last minute and said, no, 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 no. You don't turn E.T. into a villain. This guy's adorable, right? We need yeah. more of him. Yeah. Uh, the only problem is it was really late in production. So they had to scramble to figure out different ways to like have him around because they didn't think he'd be doing much. So now he's later on, right? He's driving a car, he's in a backpack. There's this whole thing. And it's like, that was all changed and like a great change, right? Yeah. This isn't one where you're like, oh, I wish they had it the other way. Like, no, you, he is the face of that company. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So then uh, dad named him Gizmo. So we now, now we have a name to this adorable bastard. And what's the first thing mom does? Oh, we dim the lights. So the lights are dim. It's good. It's good. Mom comes with her big ass camera. Thing looks like a brick. Takes a picture. Big flash. Gizmo is freaking out. This thing has not been out of its box for 60 seconds. And we've broken rule number one already. Absolutely. And Barney and Barney the dog, it, right? His reactions to this, he hops up on the couch and he's staring at it. Like, you know, he's he totally doesn't know what's going on with this little guy. Yeah. So dad lays out the rules for the family. He's like, listen, I just said no bright lights. Don't get them wet and don't feed them after midnight. So now Billy knows what rules he's probably eventually going to break within the next 24 hours. Yeah, the, the get them wet one is like, I can't, I mean, obviously there's snow, but like even there's like morning dew and stuff. Like there's like, I don't even know. Like It's just like. They don't drink liquids? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to clean themselves like a cat. They just lick themselves. <laughs> Either that or they just get, like, gum stuck in their gizmo fur, and they're just like... Right, like, how's he so clean? He looks yeah, clean. Yeah. yeah, it's the Mogwai magic, man. <laughs> so then they go upstairs. They're hanging out in Billy's room. Again, Billy's room rules. It, yeah, room. That's your dream room right there. He's oh, got the posters. Oh. He's watching old he's school road There's a road warrior poster on the wall, and it's like the attic room that they've converted with the TV mounted up high before anyone else had any TVs like mounted like that. He's ahead of his time. Like, yeah, yeah. Room 
but he shows Gizmo his reflection. The light reflects off the mirror. Gizmo gets hit in the face with a bright light again, falls off. He's got a boo-boo, yada, yada. Everybody's okay. Uh, and then we wake up the next morning. We got dad's crappy uh, orange juice juicer. Oh, that's just, oh. yeah, just letting out slut. And it's great because he goes and he looks, Billy looks at the juicer and he just goes, <sighs> He lets out the biggest sigh. It's like, can one, we not puts deal one with orange in there and like seven <laughs> gallons of smudge come out, come out yeah. orange, right? Like goo. So then we get a knock at the door. Here's Corey Feldman. He's got the tree. He's hanging out with Billy. They go upstairs. They're hanging out with Gizmo. And here we go. Breaking rules again. Right. And, and Corey Feldman could could kind of like care less like he's kind of into gizmo but later oh, yeah. on he's really into the 3d comic a little yeah, more yeah he's on the bed he's like oh yeah this, it's truly awesome truly yeah, it's cool yeah, yeah no problem I've seen cooler yeah yeah it's like billy where's the porno at <laughs> that's what i can't i you're the older guy that i know i know you can get the booze and the porn i don't care about your adorable little mogwai <laughs> so they so they spill water on him. That's when that's when things get interesting. Right. And it's not much water, by the way. Just a little one of your little paintbrush. Yeah, not much. full of water. And then boom, pop, 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 pop. All these little gross balls start coming out. And what do we got? More adorable gizmos. Yeah, I mean they do have their faces are they repeat a lot of puppets, but their faces are a little smudged up, like like squeezed, like stripes faces, a little squeezed. They look those, those little like furry balls were like uh balloons with like hair on them. So okay, <laughs> when they're pulsating, cool. Yes, under the table, they could like blow the air into them, right, and like have them kind of move. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah, which is like, and they move and and develop like insanely fast. Yeah, yeah. Right? And Gizmo's Insane. bummed. I mean, they're evil. One of them tries to bite Corey Feldman. Yes. Uh, and Gizmo's like, ugh, this this is not good. So then we see Dad working on his crappy card shuffler. Now he's just shooting all that <laughs> stuff. He's got a new and improved bathroom buddy, right. which also sucks. And. Uh, where are we at? Billy yes, we tell dad. He's like, yeah. Dad, we got a problem here. Uh, I spilled water all over this thing, and there's there's little fucking gizmos everywhere. Right. They're upstairs playing the Donkey first... Kong. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. That little mini Donkey Kong. Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up. That thing. I, awesome. I have a little one of the Rampage. I have a little oh, Rampage video game. Awesome. But uh, that was the first scene that they filmed for the movie was when he's in there with his dad and he gets sprayed with the shaving cream and stuff like that. So you got to wonder, like, what are we in for? Right? The first scene is, is that. Is, yeah, him getting shot in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but dad thinks this is going to be his big break. Right. He sees all the magwai and he's like, oh, the, what is it? The, 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 the Parker pet or the whatever his last name is. Uh, he's like, this is going to be the one that, that makes yeah. us, us rich and famous. Right. Oh yeah, he wants to get it. He wants to get it out there to the world. You know what's funny is uh, there were two things that the the and we we fell in love with all the gremlins, but there were two things that the studio hated and wanted changed. Oh, and, and one of them was that there were too many gremlins in in the movie. Never too many gremlins. And uh, and Spielberg's response to the studio was, "Should we cut them out and call it people?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Spielberg. <laughs> 
Spielberg is the man. I wanted to be a director when I was in like fifth grade. It was because of Spielberg. Right. I, that's just I drop the mic moment, right? Yeah. That's just like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Um, the, the second thing I'll, I'll tell you later on that they really hated when we get to it. But yeah, that one was like, there was too many gremlins. So that's, yeah. that's the dumbest response ever. Absolutely. I want more gremlins, if anything. Absolutely. So we got all the gizmos. They're all asleep upstairs, or so they seem. Mm. Uh, and then we hear the dog whining, our boy Barney, the star of the show. And where's Barney? Right, tied up in the Christmas lights. And and you know what's funny is they shot another scene, right? Because it, it's kind of a jump, and then he's there, and we're, we're supposed to know that he's there. And, and like all these movies from the 80s, sometimes the effects are what dictate how they're going to film it. And they get a better response because they think of a more unique way to film it. That right. That makes sense because now they could give you everything you want to see. So they don't have to work around this. Uh, but originally they, they would move around by rolling up in balls and rolling. And they shot a scene where they like rolled down the steps and the dog chased them. And that's how they kind of lured them outside and stuff like that, which does sound like a cool scene, but the mystery of him tied up in the lights and, and maybe it's Mrs. Deal. Well, they think it's Ms. Deagle. Right? I think makes it a little more uh, interesting. And and like the script was like a lot darker, the original script. And in the original script, like um, the dog was eaten by the. <laughs> uh, right? Like, like Michael not, Myers? Like not tied. Exactly. <laughs> not tied up. They were eaten. And then there's a scene where Billy comes home and like, Mom's head is rolling down the steps. Oh, yeah. This would have been mother would right. not let me watch this if it right. was that. So that, no way. Right. And, and it was that wasn't filmed. The the rolling down the steps of the balls and all that was. But yeah, those two other things were just kind of in the original uh script, which That's I think like cooler heads prevailed to step in and be like, we'll have a a bigger movie if we take some of this really more gizmo, less heads rolling absolutely yeah yeah so billy brings uh all uh, one of the gizmos to mr hansen i got a name mr yes. hansen hey you I, got that right i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying to improve from episode so like one. Not, not to uh not to discredit mr hansen i'm sure he was an amazing high school science teacher but like not the best idea right like to, i'm just gonna take to my high school science i mean i guess in high school who do you know right yeah yeah, yeah. The, mr hansen probably seems like the smartest person they know yeah only person he tr billy trusts billy right. seems like a nerd and he seems like he'd be friends with the sign billy's friends with everybody so right. the first thing the science teacher does a little eyedropper bloop 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 on yeah. on on boom more gizmos popping out everywhere and he's like can you believe this and the scientist teacher's like i'm gonna keep one of these guys here so right. he's gonna do his all run his little experiments and then we meet the drunk ass neighbor at the bar. Oh yes, yeah, he is—he's wasted, totally yeah. wasted. And by the way, he—they were fully okay with him leaving, like and going out of the bar on his own and driving. Well, they—he was about to drive, and uh, he's the Kate, one who decides to not drive. Not Gates, I think, suggests it with her dark, bitter ass. We'll get more into that later. Yes, uh, the saddest. Oh saddest my story. lord, Phoebe Cates, way to kill the Christmas spirit, literally in a P in a PG thirteen movie, right? Yeah. And this was actually one of the first movies that got a PG thirteen rating, right? So this and I forget the other movie. Somebody can tell us, but they kind of pushed it, and then that's where like, oh, we should get like a different 
rating, right? So they went from PG and added PG-13. So that was one of the first PG-13 ratings? Yes. That's yes. gnarly. Yes. All these gnarly bits. I love them. <laughs> Filling me full of education. Uh, but that's when that's when we get the names of these little bastards, when the drunk neighbors like, ah, they put gremlins in the machinery. Right. They put gremlins in everything. Right. So they, he walks his drunk ass home. Billy's walking with his lady friend. Oh, man, I'm sure Billy's having high hopes, high spirits, feeling good. They see Christmas carolers. Yeah. You know, what does Phoebe Cates do? Get well, don't be so happy. You know, <laughs> the suicide rate goes. I was like, oh man, Phoebe Cates. Yeah, I, 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 I'm aware, but thank you for the right. education. But good lord, Phoebe Cates. And 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 I always I tell people this, and they're always surprised. I guess if they've seen my art or other things, but like I love Christmas. Like I'm absolutely crazy for every bit of it. I will listen to every. Bing Crosby song and everything else under the sun. So I feel like, you know, as attractive as Phoebe Cates is, we would not be a good match when she <laughs> darkness. On Swipe Chris. left on Phoebe Cates. Right. I, I want one day where I can just, you know, enjoy this. Uh, they're fighting about the Christmas spirit right. because he, he's got it and apparently she does not. Uh, but he still takes a shot anyway, and he's still like, "Hey, man, come on, let's 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 go out on a date." And she's like, "Okay, yeah." Uh, he okay. swiped right, unlike you. You swipe left. <laughs> uh, so we go back to the science teacher. He's got a big fat needle, and he's stabbing Gizmo, torturing poor little Gizmo. But yeah, he uh, doesn't waste any time. No, is, no, he's right? let's drip three. some water. Let's get some needles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. blood tests, the whole yeah. deal. Yeah. Uh, Billy's at home drawing, eating a sandwich. He's watching his old ass movie, uh, with pods right in the movie being birthed a foreshadowing, right? Some and these pods, I mean, they don't say anything about this, but Gizmo hiding in the helmet, right? Uh, and around those pods feels very alien to me, like that's Ripley, and there's those the pods. And Right. And there's pods, but I mean, they didn't, they don't mention that at all, but they, they did mention that they put him in a helmet just because like Gizmo doesn't walk. Yeah. Right. And so if we go back to the original point of like, he wasn't going to be in the movie for the entire time, they had to figure out ways to get around it, to put him in the backpack and right? stuff like that. So he didn't walk. So like, he doesn't have legs. So let's throw him in that scene. So let's just throw him in, in, in the helmet and watch. And they did. You know, for the close-ups of Gizmo, it was actually like a large head, like a two to three foot wide yeah, yeah. head, right? So you could get kind of the detail. So there's a lot of like camera magic and cutting and cutting back and forth. But that feels very alien to me. Those pods and the helmet and, and all that. Well, kind of stuff. the zoom in on the face happens with this right. scene because all the Gizmos are yapping yeah. and they're hungry. Yeah. And he looks at his clock and he's like, ah, it's not yeah. after midnight, at least yeah. not here on the East Coast or wherever the hell he is. Right. So and we jumped and... around, I think. I think we just jumped around. Right? Uh, get, the pods are after they So no, this is he's just watching a movie with pods right. uh uh being birthed in the movie and all right. the gizmos are hanging out yeah. and they want to get fed. 
Right. And then he sits there and they're eating chicken. And that's when we get the zoom in on the face. Yeah. No, so I jumped around. You you didn't jump around. No, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. That's why I wrote many, many notes. Just so you know, I have three times more notes for Gremlins than I did for Krampus. So that's I'm trying awesome. to blast through some shit as quick as I can. But that's yeah, true. they're eating food. And like you said, they're zoomed in and you see all the gross chicken bits. And they're like. So like they they had food in that fridge and it, and they film you know when they film something it takes a few days so apparently that fridge like really stunk but also like i don't know who leaves just a plate of chicken like with without being covered or anything that's exactly what my girlfriend said when we were watching the movie she's like who leaves food in the fridge like that first of all it's a lot of chicken yeah. right like, and it's lot. the grossest chicken i've ever seen it's you were like i'm gonna make some chicken right so then when they had to film this they had to also make different size chicken bones and and stuff like that to kind of scale it for them and and, and do all that stuff too so um but yeah so why so wait, wait a minute so he fed them but it's okay yeah, so he fed them they're eating at what he thinks is nine o'clock yeah. and then we got science teacher who's hanging out eating his sandwich and he's like eh it's late I'm getting the hell out of here. Leave yeah. the sandwich on the counter uh, right by the way. The, yeah. Like he eats, he takes like a couple bites of the sandwich and he's leaving work for the night. Right. It's two 30 in the morning, whatever it is. Right. Well, according to Billy, it's nine o'clock at night. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's leaving and he just puts the sandwich down and leaves. Like who? Leaves. that's a weird move bugs rats or I don't know, just throw it away take it with you you only just bit it like 10 seconds ago like, well then how would we get the amazing event that turns into gizmo or yes. whichever stealing his sandwich eating it up then billy passes out wakes up and we have right well, not gizmo. that pods. wasn't gizmo right that was probably... yeah it was one of the other gizmos but i just call have... them all gizmo oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just calling them all Gizmo. I love it. So it's like Gizmo one through nine. Or yeah, something. yeah. Real Gizmo and the other Gizmos. I think Gizmo. <laughs> so, uh, wow, alien eggs. What? Where did these alien eggs? What? What happened? Mom, mom, come, come look at these alien eggs. And they're looking. What's going on? Well, you dumbass. We already flashed light on them. We already spilled water on them. Did you feed them after midnight? Of course not. Of course not. Oh. Like Nine p.m. Goes oh. and looks at the clock wire ripped open copper showing everywhere and he's like huh what's what's going on here mother they're pretty chill about these yeah pops. yeah they look scary as hell gross I'd lose my mind if those yeah. things like popped up like and the science uh, teacher's got the same situation he's got the cage but yeah. the friggin' egg is in the cage and i love how it's like squeezing out protruding oh, yeah. through and the he has to use like the the clippers wires and clippers to like yeah. clip the metal of the cage absolutely yeah they're uh it's a cocoon they're going he's going through a change in there a it's metamorphosis the, uh, what's this stage called metamorphosis what is oh uh did i write the stage no what was it this is where people write in and tell us we don't know anything about science yeah, yeah, yeah. i have a million notes but i don't pupa have what stage the... i think right pupa Say it again? stage pupil pupa Pupa stage, right? Uh, uh, Vertebrae is the expert. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm the dumbass here. I'm, I'm gonna say that that's. I'm gonna say that that's what it was. So mom's at home cooking her delicious cookies while all this is happening. Yeah. The crappy dad's phone inventions ringing. She can't find the phone or pick up the phone. And where is he? He's at Invention Comic Con. The first yeah. person we thought of was you. Yeah, he's on the phone, right? Is this what he's on the on the phone? 
at yeah. the convention. And, yeah. and there's a guy with a cowboy hat there. That's Jerry Goldsmith, the composer. And we get and we Spielberg get... going by too in his little uh, car. Oh, he makes a cameo? Yeah. Yep. And then we got Miss Deagle Deal. coming to the job, still right. pissed off at Billy, threatening him, threatening the dog. We right. got the science teacher watching the movie about hearts in class. Right. The heartbeat's increasing. And then the music hits when one of these gross eggs cracks open. Fantastic soundtrack, by the way. Not a, you know, in the day and age of, you know, I listen to a ton of uh, soundtracks. Um, and sometimes I'll listen to them on my phone, like around the house when I'm doing stuff. So you just have my phone in my pocket and I'm listening to it. This is a super quirky soundtrack. Right, it's got I that- hum to myself all the fucking time. Yeah, sticks in your head. And there's lots of weird, you know, there's Christmas music rolled into it as well and, and stuff like that. So there's certainly lots of like weirdness to the soundtrack. It's really all over the place, but like a lot of fun. And all these eggs are cracking open and these claws are coming out. And the science teacher notices the box moving around, the box falls, all the kids leave class. He turns the projector off, projector turns back on. Then we, now we're getting very horror movie-esque. Yes, he's being stalked. You hear a little pitter-patter of, of feet and whatnot. Um, and what, what does he grab as bait? A Snickers bar. A delicious looking Snickers bar. Like, I who's want not it. going for that? Every time I watch this movie, even since I was like five years old, every time I'm like, God damn, I want a Snickers like right now. <laughs> I wonder. They they didn't mention anything about product placement of those milk duds later in the movie that are Oh, please. Good. There's a I think there's a part right when Billy's walking across the street and Burger King is emblazoned yes. across the middle. I was like, Oh man, that's advertisement if I've ever yeah, seen one. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's got the snickers and he's putting his hand under the desk ah, ah, got him got, got him big Done. mistake and billy so walks in oh what's up go ahead go ahead go ahead billy walks in and what does he find what does he find what does he find with mr he, hansen he finds mr hansen under his desk with a big needle right in his butt cheek right and, and, and <laughs> just so you, the original and this was filmed the original Mitch, Mr. Hansen death was like much more horrific than this. Do you what do you give you got info? So apparently he was face up and had multiple needles in his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much like the crow. That was a that Yeah. Was a so crow. that that was you know, wow. a much more dramatic Spielberg was like flip him over put one in the ass and we'll Yeah, call that was a Spielberg day. call apparently. Okay, and, and we get a trend here, right? Like Spielberg knows how to make money, how to save the movie, and and make the movie be something for everybody, right? I feel like they were riding the line anyway, and then you have a school teacher with a million needles in his face, right? That really pushes you in another direction, right? It's not a Saturday. He knows anyway. how to revise a script well, absolutely. Yeah. And I think they filmed it. There are shots of it apparently, uh, but they it, they went with that, and that's a thousand times better. And Billy reaches for the phone. He's freaking out. He gets scratched by a claw. And then it escapes through the vent, whatever scratched him. He goes to the nurse's office to get a bandage. And we get our first look at this glorious son of a bitch. The <laughs> gremlin pops out of the nurse's cabinet and just starts, you know, you know, escapes into another vent. 
uh, and then the mom who's at home downstairs, right. hearing all this commotion. And we got Gizmo on a dartboard getting darts thrown at his ass. Oh, poor Gizmo, man. <laughs> poor Gizmo. So the mom grabs a knife, very psycho esque, Norman Bates. She's awesome. Yeah. She she's kicks it in gear. Like, you're not messing with her house. You're not messing with the kitchen. She kicks it in gear, like, right away, right? There's no wishy washy with her. Yeah. Right? She's killing him almost immediately. Immediately. She's got the knife. The first thing she did was grab a knife. She didn't grab, like, a broom right. or something. She's ready to murder whatever's going on in her the, house. But the first one she kills, how? Uh oh, was that the was that the blender? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Or whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another one of the dad's crappy inventions. So yeah, she's she's going upstairs. They the the they throw Gizmo into a laundry vent, and Billy calls mom, and he's like, "Get get out, get yeah. the hell out." Um, and then and then what happens? The friggin' music. Yeah. Can you hear what I hear? Yeah. Nothing creepier than Christmas music during a scary scene. Uh, and then it turns off. We go into the kitchen, and we got a gremlin. Yeah, in the blender, and she hits the button, da, 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 zipping around all over the yeah, place. Or a blender, blender idea, by the way, right? Yeah, the app yeah. On or something. Yeah, like no, there's it's just a bottom dome. Yeah, there's no know. nothing to cover the top. He was uh, trying. He was so trying. we got a gremlin smoothie, uh, and then one starts chucking plates at her. Yeah, and he's awesome, by the way. He's just slinging those plates, and then she picks up a sheet. She's got, like, a, a shield. They're having a whole moment, right? Like, that was – he was awesome. Yep, she stabs that one. Uh, and then the the, the, I, the best one, I think even better than the blender. Do you know what the best one is? It's got to be the microwave. The microwave. She throws this dude into a microwave, and he explodes. Yes. Guts everywhere. Thank you, Spielberg, for leaving that in, because that is awesome. <laughs> awesome this kitchen carnage crap everywhere and mom's not done yet what does she do grab another knife now she's double fisting now right she is ready to go to war uh what is this shaky oh uh, yeah so stocking there's a stocking above the fireplace it's moving around she slashes it open stupid little robot toy in there uh, can i can i ask you go, go ahead who does billy have any brothers or sisters no no. Right? No. Okay. So who's stocking in that? Uh, uh I mean what it would maybe use Billy maybe use Billy's. It's like a little kid toy. Right? <laughs> oh, you gotta see my stocking. My <laughs> yeah. my mom still hangs my stocking from when I was like Yeah, no, old. I mean I get it, but like he's early on he's trying to like take Kate out for a date and stuff like that, right? And then mom got him a robot robot like that's a really robot oh oh you meant the toy yes maybe it's for the dog not the stocking oh absolutely stocking's fine yeah yeah maybe the toy is for the dog uh but she backs in the tree what i love she backs in the tree and the eyes you see the light up eyes in the tree and what's in the tree uh well it's not uh national lampoon's christmas vacation it's not a squirrel it's a gremlin yep yep they start beating her up uh choking her with the christmas lights and then uh but it's all right because billy comes in saves the day with with samurai sword with the sword that fell right it's a very medieval looking sword that fell off the door when the first time like when he closed the door it fell off the wall yeah right so they're 
there was a reason that they showed us this foreshadowing this story, right and then here we are and he chops and not only does he kill it he chops the head off into the fireplace right and not only do they have two swords by their front door but apparently they're both like really sharp yeah ready to go ready to go <laughs> mom's got two knives they got two swords this is a house of war right they're not they don't play around and this yeah. is a and i say this is a very snappy movie right this flies it's an i forget the exact length but it's not it's not two hours long it's like an hour and a half i think an hour 45 yeah hour 45 minutes this movie flies right we're going just as you're going through it we're just going boom 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 yeah. this happens it's non-stop this happens. action this happens. right yeah. right you're all it's almost like you're reading the script in a way because it's just like when they're probably just like then this happens and then, and yeah then, right like yeah. right after each other yeah and then we got one final gremlin left it's our main villain character gremlin uh yes. stripe the most yes. badass of them all right uh but he escapes out the window billy finds gizmo in the laundry chute and uh they're outside tracking stripes footprints right into the snow he's into the backpack so we've got backpack scene where they've got to do the big head and they made like oversized stuff rolls of paper and things that go alongside it so it gives the illusion that he's small inside the yeah yeah and they, they follow Stripe to the YMCA. Oh, man, I remember the YMCA. You <laughs> got swimming lessons at the YMCA. Did you? Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. Back Was this before or after you saw Gremlins? I was definitely young because I wanted uh, mom to get WrestleMania on pay-per-view. And she's like, if you don't learn how to swim, you're not getting WrestleMania. Oh, so wow. it was my incentive to get my ass. Did oh my you God, learn how to swim? I, I I mean I could get out there, but I never go in the water above my head anyway. I only go like neck deep. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't. Okay. And I'm I'm horrified of sharks, so I stay out. Uh, but no, I can't swim. If I have alluding to a Jaws episode down. Oh, uh, we we def- that's uh, well, maybe there's summertime. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so they're at the YMCA. Uh, the alarm starts going off, and Stripe pops out of the wall. He's fucking up Billy. He's scratching him. Um, and then <laughs> what does Stripe do? Coolest, most gangster move of the entire movie. I'm hitting the pool, kids. Jumps in the pool. I love this pool. I want to own this pool, but only the post spike jumping in the pool. Yeah, all the, the green pool. lights. The green lights, the yeah. bubbles, the smoke. This yeah. dude is just in there conjuring up thousands. What, what, too, too many gremlins, according to the studio. Too many gremlins. Yeah, tons of gremlins. Uh, the sheriff's getting drunk as usual. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah. Sheriff's eggnog, getting drunk. Is that eggnog they're drinking? Eggnog. Yeah, yeah, I noticed something cool. This I don't know if you had this in your gnarly bits. I may have my first gnarly bit. And Billy's hey. in there. He's like, I'm telling you, gremlins. And they're like, ah, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Blah, blah, blah. And we go to the other cop. You know who the other cop is? Not the sheriff, the other guy? No. Have you ever seen Breaking Bad? Yes. I'm pretty sure it's Mike from Breaking Bad. Huh. The You're assassin, sure. the ball dude. I'm uh, actually, I, my girlfriend looked it up when I was like, is that Mike from Breaking Bad? And she did. Uh, and confirmed? So, okay. Yeah, confirmed. Wow. Uh, I it up. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, Mike from Breaking Bad, he's the other cop. I think, I may be wrong, but he looks, he, I'm pretty sure it's him. I'm pretty sure. This is where you get like five emails. About yeah, him. who cares? Who cares? But it is. I, I'm saying it is. If you want to email us comments, what's the email address to send us? Uh, oh, uh, uh, email? uh Oh damn! I should have all that up right now. In madnesspod at gmail.com. Yeah, we got in. Uh, so I'll just do all the socials now. In Madness Pod on Instagram, In Madness Pod on Twitter, and In Madness Pod at gmail.com. So there you go. So if you're if you don't agree with this 
or you've got another fact, there you go. Send yeah. So that, then, uh, so after he jumps out the pool and then the cops are drunk and whatever, uh, we get a shot of the street. Who's walking down the street? Hundreds of gremlins. Yeah. Uh, you got the drunk ass, drunk ass neighbor. It's coming. His worst nightmare. The gremlins everywhere. The TV don't work. Why? Why doesn't the TV work? This is a damn foreign TV. He can't stand it. He, he, wanted, wanted, it. he wanted a Zenith. A right? Zenith. <laughs> a good American-made product. I wanted a Zenith. And that's uh, uh, Red Skelton uh, on the TV in that like little Santa Claus bit and stuff like that. Or oh, that is it? Yeah, comedy show. So, And he checks out the antenna. Here's a noise in the garage. And what comes blasting through those doors. Mm. His big ass American made tractor, and we get the music again. (laughs) And who's driving it to his surprise, but not really? Bunch of gremlins. Absolutely. Bunch of he knew it all along. He knew it all along. Then I love we got the shady priest. You know the part with the shady priest? Yes, at the mailbox. He goes to put it in, and what it gets thrown all back at him. And then the other dude comes and he's like, Yeah. Yeah, go try it out. Go try it out. Uh, pretty much leading to this guy's death. The priest basically let led this man to die. Yeah. Um, but then you got the just the, the gremlins causing mayhem, messing with the electrical cables, uh, causing car accidents. So doing um, very gremlin things, right? Yeah, at this time, be a right? little they, bastards. They they quickly understand how to use any mechanical device, any wiring system, right? You're messing with the street lights, put the two wires together. Like they inherently know all of this stuff already to do, uh-huh. like, right? To create this mayhem. Yeah, yeah. They are very smart because they've yeah. literally been born 15 minutes ago. Right. They also and, speak very quickly, right? Like uh-huh. Gizmo speaks English. Eagle. <laughs> We're getting up to that right now. They're causing mayhem. And who do we have in her house with her hundred cats? Not being so much of a pain in the ass as she used to be. Right. This Deagle. And you know, it's funny. if it, When they cut to the house, there's a sign for her, like Miss Deagle, like real estate or whatever. And the hours for work are Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. to 11.15 a.m. <laughs> Is that what it said? Yes. Mrs. Deagle works 45 minutes a day. That's, I want to live the Miss Deagle life. I know she was a pain in the ass, but damn it, she had it figured out. Right. Uh, and uh, she had the thing, that thing, if you were, if if you're old, old head like me and Vertebrae, those commercials with the chair yes. that would come down the steps. I have, always wanted one of those chairs. Yeah. Not a, like when I saw this, maybe not so much. I have like, so many. Hey, I walk. This yeah. thing can carry me up the steps. And I guess apparently there was another scene they cut out where she kind of says something to her, you know, her departed husband to his picture or something like that. And and they took that extra little bit out because they thought it like kind of humanized her. Humanized her. Yeah. yeah no, she needs yeah, to be more of a monster. Right, because they're about they're about to do something to her. Which, yeah. Did you watch the trailer to this at all recently? No. So I watched it when I watched it for this. Um, it's on the DVD. They show the entire movie trailer oh no the entire movie they even show what happens to her they show it's just amazing they go through the whole movie um but yeah go ahead so uh she's she's got her you know chair that she comes down with and we got the gremlins who decide to hotwire her chair 
Well, she, the, the carolers are outside. She goes out with her friggin' bucket of water. She's ready to throw on the carolers. Like, she is and, evil as hell. And I guess apparently they shot it where she there were regular carolers out there first. And she goes out there and gets them away and then goes back again. And now it's them, right? And, and who's they, there? The friggin' gremlins. They're doing singing. a great job, by the way. They do. Yeah. They love singing, the gremlins, yep. right? Yep. They love it. They, they, they also have the holiday spirit more so than Phoebe Cates, if you ask me. Uh, she we're goes, we're getting, we're getting, yeah. She <laughs> runs away, Miss Deagle. She gets in a chair. She's like, I gotta get upstairs. I gotta get upstairs as quick as, as quick as I can. And the gremlins are like, well, lucky for you, uh, we're newly born electrician geniuses and we have hot wired your chair. Uh, so not only will you get away from us, you will get away from us as fast as possible. And they launch her ass out the window across the the town right and she lands in the front it's like a you know the feet up and the cops show up and everything but like at that moment like she can walk she's walking all over the place she's storming across the street with that uh snowman head earlier in the movie like wouldn't you take to the steps rather than that's the moment where you're gonna ride that slow thing thing up like there's little green men gonna get you <laughs> and there's just total mayhem. Uh, she's dead. The cops saw it happen. The cops see Santa run out of the house covered in gremlins, and they're like, Get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. I do not want to be here. Uh, they're racing away, freaking out, and they flip their damn car because you can't run from the gremlins, right? They're well, they, they, the, the gremlins cut the brake line, right? Yeah, they the car, yep. they take the brake line out, and then when they flip that car, it's funny, you see like the skid plate underneath that car, like when they filmed it. Because how do you flim? flip cars with practical effects right it's yeah thing and flies over so there go the cops and then billy gets in his buggy which he is astonished to find out that it actually tur- the engine turns over on the first try yes uh, and i love the radio guy who's like they're breaking in the windows but i'm staying on the air very yeah. uh, and that's, yeah, that's the radio guy there was a billboard earlier in the movie and it looked very like indiana jones like that's that radio guy that that's on the air he is uh he's great there's a part later on where i really love that i didn't know if anybody caught before when he's like uh they're coming with the fire hoses we're gonna spray them with the fire hoses yes like whoa great that's an interesting uh you were talking in our previous episode about krampus about wanting to know about the cops who show up uh after the krampus massacre i want to know about the radio guy and the fire hoses shooting the gremlin because that sounds like a world war z situation where it's like oh this is something happening somewhere else that i don't know about and i want to know about um but we got the gremlin this is one of the best scenes we got the gremlins at the bar just just annihilating the bar hanging from the ceiling fan smoking five cigarettes at the same time flashing the bartender yeah i mean kate is serving them drinks too which is like the insane part of this right she's still working like (laughs) she's so nice that she's like times are hard and and it's funny if you look at it when she realizes she can flash the camera at them and get away right the Mm -hmm. polaroid then she makes a break for it so i i guess that the thought is that she's trapped there and she's just doing what she's doing to appease them. Although such a bad idea to get them really drunk. Like they were already really a lot to handle before they were drunk. Right. Now <laughs> they're, they're wasted there. and ready to really cause some shit. Right. The lane on the bar, the one's got the big belly, the beer like fills up the belly. Right? My favorite one is blues. Like oh, that's awesome. He's got the top hat. Smoking puppet a cigarette. Inside a puppet. 
moment, right? Because there's a puppet holding a puppet on his hand when he starts trying to talk yeah. to the blues <laughs> yeah. guy, right? Uh, and this that gives me pause to be like, and and he pulls out like a gun, but they they have these weapons throughout the movie, these guns, and there's a crossbow later that are like their size. Yeah, like they have weapons. miniature <laughs> crossbow. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. The crossbow I, he pulls out, it is a gun that's their size. He shoots that guy with a mini a mini gun, right? Yeah. So like, I don't know, maybe they're really good with electronics. Like maybe people are crafting weapons at the same time. I mean, gremlins, we should have we should have kept them and they could be our future electricians because they seem <laughs> to know more than damn sure I do. Uh, so, yes, like you said, uh, Kate, she figure out she can disorient these bastards by taking pictures of them. Uh, Billy comes to save the day and his car that started on the first try, uh, it dies. Yeah. So now they're screwed and now they got to make a run for it. There's all out havoc in the street. People running around, yelling, screaming. Uh, and here comes here comes Miss Christmas Spirit, Phoebe Cates, to tell us all the things that she hates about Christmas. This is the worst story ever. <laughs> right? I mean, she's nine years old, right? Dad does this whole thing with Santa, comes down the chimney. The Dark. Whole- How did Spielberg let this fly? Yeah, this, apparently, so this is the second thing that the studio hated. Right, they did not want this scene in the movie at all. Um, and the studio apparently went to Spielberg and were like, Well, we'll talk to him. And Spielberg goes to Joe Dante and they're like, They have a discussion. And Spielberg said, like, Do you really like it? I don't really like it. It could go out. And Dante was like, No, no, it has to be in there. So he, the director, held it in. And Spielberg said, Fine, I'll, ba- I'll back you up. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is as dark as the movie can be. This is the darkest part of the entire movie. Where was dad? Right. This is the darkest part of the entire movie. Dead, stinking in the chimney. Right? Trust the Santa Claus. Yes. It just, just like cap all that off. Like tie a bow on that. Like just the worst story ever. Right. It's like I get her point now. I understand it. But Jesus, Phoebe Cates, come on now. Yes. Yes. Brings uh, us down. It's it's a weird spot in the movie for this to happen because there's sort of no. I feel like now they would do it and there would be a moment where she kind of does like Christmas again, right? Spirit. right? There'd be an arc to this, but it's just like, boom, they just no. deliver this. We're sailing along in this goofy gremlins movie. They're dressed up, they're flashing people. They're doing this, they're doing that. And then suddenly she just drops it like a hammer. BBK right. Mack truck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Over my head when I saw it as a kid though. Right. Yeah. I kind of like, ah, whatever. And then moved on. Now when you watch it, like, oh my God. Like, yeah. is, you know, does she tell everybody? Like, are we just hanging out? Yeah, just dropping it, yeah. is this her casual like, conversation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to bring us back up, we have the gremlins in the movie theater. My right. next favorite scene next to them at the bar. Uh, somehow, again, good with electronics. They manage to work the projector. Right. Uh, watching Seven Dwarves. They are all about it. Singing. Throwing oh, popcorn, popcorn buckets on their heads, right? There's stuff flying around. Fantastic. Then we got a. Uh, then we got the uh, Billy sneaking around and very inglorious bastards. Like they're gonna light this mother effer up with all these gremlins. We got to get rid of them. So they go to the boiler room. Uh, they find the gas tank. They start letting out all the gas, and they're gonna light that bitch up. And but but before they get to the gremlins are like, hey, they see him running behind the screen. What are you doing? 
and they start chasing him around. And right before the place explodes, Stripe does get to escape. Right. To go get some yum-yums. Right. And then, boom, all and then, them gremlins. And that's a bold move, too, right? To open up a gas line. Like, first of all, he knew how to do that. And then mm-hmm. he opens up a gas line and then light something else. Like, they could have blown themselves up. Like, that's, yeah. Careless. Yeah. But they got to get rid of them gremlins. <laughs> uh, so, Stripe's out getting yum-yums. Uh, Billy Billy snags his first kiss real quick. Good for Billy. Props to you, Billy. Uh, and they go to find Stripe. And they're in, like, whatever, some store or whatever. Montgomery Ward is the – it was a Montgomery Ward, like a like a – Full service, how department stores were back in the day, where they had absolutely everything. Like Sears, yeah, like it had everything you could possibly right because they've got toys, they've got weapons, they've got clothes. There was everything you need is is in there for a thrilling conclusion. And he pops up on the TVs, uh, and he's smashing the TVs, and uh, Stripe starts throwing. What is it? Saw blades. Start slinging saw blades at Billy oh, right yeah. into the wall, yeah. causing all this mischief. He's got the baseball launcher hitting him right in the stomach. Oh, Billy's just taking it. Yeah, he's getting his ass kicked. And then, and then, if that's not enough, like you said with the with the crossbow that was made for him, he comes out with the chainsaw. Right, not a mini human, chainsaw. Yeah, not a human yeah. chainsaw. A gremlin <laughs> sized chainsaw. Right, right. Um, it's it's looking like Billy's days are done. And he's coming at him with the bat. And yep. I guess they, they they filmed that, and there's a they put like a metal stop in that bat, so like it doesn't go that f- far. You know what I mean? So they're filming this thing, right? What you know before CGI and all that kind of stuff. So they're like cutting away at this balsa wood, probably, you know. And then there's a stop in there just to protect <laughs> to protect the actor, so he doesn't get his ass whooped. Yeah. But then Gizmo comes. We 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 can't sell Gizmo short. He finds himself a car. A Barbie and car. A Barbie car. Yeah, which is motorized that he could actually drive yeah, and operate. Earlier in the movie, when uh, Gizmo was in Billy's room, he was watching some car racing show and he was like, me. Yes. And that's where he picked it up, right? Good that's call. Where he picked so it up. alluded to that later on. Absolutely. So then he's hauling ass. He's driving the car, reliving his driving fantasy. <laughs> and uh, the girlfriend, Phoebe Cates. She goes and find go go find the lights. Go find the lights. She finds lights and she throws them on. And what happens? Stripe drops his chainsaw. Yeah. Starts dragging them all around the store by the chainsaw. Uh, and then he sees the water fountain and a gun. Right. This is starts. a department store with a giant water fountain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Sears with a big water fountain. What's the name of the store again? Montgomery Ward. <laughs> was that a real store or was that yeah, just a real store. yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. maybe like around the time of gimbals we didn't grow up in the same place you know gimbals yeah you know, yeah i've heard the name yeah yeah gimbals jc penny montgomery ward these, these types of places so he's popping shots off at billy he goes finds the water fountain sticks his finger in the water fountain it starts bubbling uh gizmo crashes his car uh, but manages to open up the shade uh, directly above where Stripe yeah. is doing his thing. Our hero, Gizmo. Our hero, Gizmo. Long live Gizmo, but not long live Stripe because this dude has one of the most agonizing death scenes I have ever seen in an adorable PG-13 movie. Right, and apparently when they filmed this, they 
the direction for like what would happen to him was exactly just turn him into a puddle of goo was the exact direction that they gave the special effects people to, to do this. They did phenomenal. I love when like the skeleton like melts. Right. It's yeah. so sick. Practical effects are will always be better than uh, uh, CGI, in my opinion. In my opinion. Uh, and then Billy walks over to the fountain. We get our final jump scare. Gremlin pops out. Boom. They're never done when you think they are. Right. Um, and then the aftermath, everybody's at home. They're all watching the news. Who shows up? Who shows right. up at the family's house? Well, before that, so the, they're watching the news. The news footage is a Malibu fire. So they use like actual news footage of the okay, Malibu yeah. fire for that little bit. And then who shows up to come come pick up his pal? Pissed off Chinese guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like, what? I didn't give this to you. You you sneaky back alley bullshit. Yeah, and and look at what and and look at what happened to you. And this whole scene is largely improvised. So there was a script, and they kind of like just kind of the you know the few days of shooting kind of changed it as they as they went along. Uh, the the funny part is is apparently Chris Columbus, who was young at the time. Uh, the day they were filming it was the day they were filming this scene was the day he came to set with his parents, probably very happy that he wrote the script for the movie. And then all the dialogue is nothing made up. Yeah. He wrote, right. So it must've been uncomfortable for everybody uh, while they're filming it. And, and, you know, when they're in that scene, Phoebe Cates has a scrape on her face and, and apparently it's on the wrong side. So yeah. <laughs> She leaves the theater and it's on one side and then it's on the other side there. And they said that there was actually, you know, they do the screenings and somebody wrote that on their comment card. Like they, they were upset with the movie because her scrape like changed. So they got an hour and 45 minutes of gold, but that scrape just right. They couldn't get, they couldn't get over the the scrape. You can't keep all the people happy all the time. Everybody's out of their goddamn mind. And then, and, and the Chinese guys pissed because he's, dumb americans these dumb americans they taught gizmo how to watch television now he's going to be another mindless burger king eating fatso watching tv just hating right. himself no he we got that it. message right at the end yeah we didn't get at the beginning to make us feel bad about watching the movie we got it at the end that makes us feel bad about watching like come on get up do something yeah yeah but we we do get our emotional moment because he is taking Gizmo away and, and we don't want Gizmo to go. We like Gizmo. Uh, but the guy's like, again, again, I warned you. Uh, yeah. Very, very Spider-Man-esque for great, great power. Uh, yes. Great responsibility absolutely. and whatnot. Um, and then Gizmo, uh, do you, do you have a Gizmo impression, uh, Sean? So, so what is he what does he say billy has to come over i mean come on like not a dry eye in the house uh you know he's like i warned you but you didn't listen uh you did with this magwai what society does with all of nature's gifts oh they just gave us a message digging it in digging it in as he's heading for the door he just can't shut up with it yeah, uh, but then as he's leaving, he's like, uh, "Gizmo has something to say," and he goes, "Bye, Billy." Oh, Not a dry oh. eye in oh, that. Kill me now, right? Kill right. me. It's two years after ET. It is very much like that's Spielberg. That is that has to right. be all Spielberg, right, right there. They're yanking, and and then he walks off in the distance into this amazing matte painting. 
yeah. uh, that was painted by, I'll give you a little, uh, you know, gnarly bit on that, Albert Whitlock, who was this phenomenal matte painter, painted matte, matte paintings for Spaceballs, doing the movie, The Gate, Blues Brothers, and The Thing. Sick. Right. So, so there's that beautiful matte painting, and we go off into the distance. Yep. And he says, maybe one day you'll be ready. Uh, and that's it. The dad wraps things up, and he's like, just know that when things go haywire, turn on all the lights because there may just be a gremlin in your house. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> An insane theme kicks in. And, 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 is this this a Christmas movie to you? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred. And this is and this is another thing. I, I've been seeing everybody debating this this Die Hard Christmas movie. Like, right. um, we we have to do Die Hard uh, on a future episode. Right. Uh, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. And yes, it's a Christmas movie. We'll just get that out of the way right the hell now. But yeah, Gremlins, a hundred percent Christmas movie. Yeah, right, right, and 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 super impactful, right? Just across the board in a lot of ways, launched careers. Um, you know, just people kind of emulating things you saw in that over and over again. I mean, we we did Krampus in the first episode, right? Krampus owes a lot to Gremlins. The Gremlins, Gremlins, right? So, um, yeah, I just can't. Uh, I could watch this movie anytime, anytime. Could I watch this movie? And you know, like, who didn't want a Gizmo? Oh yeah, that was yeah. When I was a kid, that was all I wanted, and it's like it doesn't exist, you idiot. It doesn't exist. But like, I'm sure they made. Well, I mean, now they have little plushies, but back and they then, made some. They made some yeah. stuff. Apparently, during the movie, the studio realized we better get out there and merchandise stuff. And the, I kind of want a gremlin. I, I stuff. I'd love a gremlin. That'd be pretty sweet. Like a little plushy gremlin. That'd be pretty gnarly. Oh, I thought you meant a real gremlin. Like I mean, I think I'd be able to. I don't know. I'm allergic to animals, so I might be allergic to a gremlin. Although, but but when they're not Mugwai anymore, yeah, when they're gremlins. Then they're hairless. Yeah, even hairless cats. I'm allergic to. It's oh weird. yeah. Oh, here's a fun fact for the uh, yeah. There's Sean's gnarly bit for the. Uh, but that's what I loved about this movie is that it was kind of even as a kid, like my gateway into horror because, like I said, like I was right. young and I was able to watch it and I was able to like not have nightmares from watching it and stuff. So like that, that definitely helped launch me even as a child, unknowingly still then scared of horror movies at that point when I was probably yes. watching it. Uh, that launched me into us doing what the hell we're doing here right now, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, all about it. Everything about it is just perfect in in my mind, right? We joke about sort of stuff that doesn't make sense and, and all those kinds of things. That's all like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, right? who cares? A little, little gremlin yeah. bow, uh, bow and arrow, a little gremlin chainsaw. I love it. I love right. it. Yeah, go with it. But um, yeah, super impactful and, you know, I, I don't rank movies. I don't put things in top tens or stars or all, all that kind of stuff. But it, it's up there for me because I know I'll watch it all the time, right? I watched it just for this podcast three three times, right? <laughs> regular, once with commentary, then watch the making of featurette, which was really nothing. The making of featurette is because it's done back in the day. Yeah, just there's almost nothing to it at all of any any substance. It's fun to see lots of like model makers with no shirts on making models and weird like eighties ish looking things. Um, But there's not anything of any substance. But I I could watch that movie, you know, anytime. It's more than a what I can. I don't know why it's not on TV more. I feel like it should be. 
right? But I don't see it a lot. But. Who watches TV anymore? Just just own it and buy it like everything else. I stream oh, it. I, I, I sounded really old when I said I it. have it on VHS. I still have Gremlins on VHS. Do you really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's recorded from TV, not the actual VHS. Oh, everything I have is recorded. Because I wonder what's cut off, right? Because of the VHS. Like oh, it's yeah. Cut off on the sides. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. I, all, yeah. I still got all my, my VCR and all my old VHS tapes. But That's uh, awesome. yes, I love Gremlins. Uh, it's definitely a constant watch for me, especially around Christmas time. Uh, like when you need a break from horror, but you still need something uh, horror-esque. I, right. I love I love it. I always wanted a Magui as a kid. I remember, you know, I always watched this movie as a kid. And it's a great gateway. If you're trying to get somebody into horror movies, Gremlins is a good starting place, I think. And so I have a... Um... And I'll post it. We can post it probably on our, our socials when this episode comes out. But I have like a um, a mugwai that was like in mold, like that you could paint. Like my grandmother did the kind of stuff like ceramics. So it's an unpainted pure white gizmo. Sick. Right. And I, I never painted it. I always thought I could make a mold of it and like make more of them myself and stuff like that off of this. Uh, but it's sitting amongst the toys. But I'll post that. I, I took a picture of it today, so I could. I'm also remembering now Furbies. Remember the Furby craze? That was kind of like yeah. Gizmo-esque. Yeah, that was very. And they have Gizmo to thank. Jump them. way forward now, right? Grogu, Mandalorian, like Baby Yoda. That's uh-huh. all Gizmo, right? Uh-huh. He's all about being Gizmo, the originator. Right, right. Um, so, so speaking about our socials, uh, once again, Instagram in Madness Pod, Twitter in Madness Pod in madness pod at gmail.com um we are wrapping up our second episode is there any other gnarly bits or any other bits of info you had before we go no i think i, I hit the entire list uh i'm at vertebrae33.com.net whatever i have a store sell shirts stuff like that um but it, you want to do this again you want to do a third one episode yeah i mean i think i'm down to do a third one we have a list of like 300 movies so i think a third episode would be necessary we should we we tease it right we shouldn't say but our teaser from last uh all of our teasers even in the teaser episode when we teased krampus and even in krampus when we teased gremlins uh they're basic a dead giveaway but uh vampire movie for our next our next oh that's perfect there you go that doesn't give anything away yeah but uh, thank you very much, uh, everyone who listened to us uh, babble on about Gremlins. It's an awesome movie. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you're listening to this, but you know, go see it. They, they wanted yeah, to spoil it for themselves before. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert from a 1984 movie. But uh, thank you very much. And uh, I think that's it. We'll see you in episode three.